0: Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Brady just found out that the Bud Light cans weren't even for sale. I thought everybody knew that part. Maybe no. they don't. I, yeah, I didn't. I. Yeah, that was a commemorative can for just that weird person.
2: Almost basically a one-off for the person, or Pretty maybe much. they made a little
0: batch or yeah, something. I don't know, but they, they just canned it and gave it to her to influence, to, be able to congratulate that person person for their one year anniversary of you know, because I thought of, at
2: one time I saw it in a six pack and actually like maybe 16 ounce cans but, but they then, weren't selling them
0: that wasn't like a yeah. big movement they just gave them away and then that influencer held them up so look Bud, it's like Bud Light giving somebody an award And I, but you know I've gotten several emails saying if Bud Light wants to promote a mental uh, illness they can do it I, I look at it Jesse Ventura taught me this <laughs> when I read that the beginning of his book I didn't finish the book it got silly But in the beginning, he said, when I got into politics, the first thing I realized was Republicans and Democrats, independents, and all of them are all the same. And their goal is to make us argue about something that's ridiculous while they do things you can't imagine behind the scenes and shake hands doing it.
2: You should have finished the book because at the end of the book, just like a politician, he says, you know what? I changed my mind.
0: Yeah. It it really is a good thing. Well, he realized how to play the game. Yeah. They tried it with uh, abortion. They're always trying to put something out there that makes us bicker and cry and whine and scream at each other. And and meanwhile, uh, God knows where the money's going. It's been a sleight of hand from the beginning. And by the way, Kid Rock has decided to say instead of Bud Light, he has now got a new tie to a beer called Happy Dad. And Happy Dad is one he's promoting, Said Happy Dad's my new one. Screw you know, Bud Light, and he's been uh, at a UFC fight with Happy Dad. Uh, the person that Happy Dad first hired to promote them was uh, a little lady called Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner said, everyone switch to Happy Dad. Bud Light's gone too far. Caitlyn Jenner's words, because she's a uh, paid spokesman for Happy Dad beer. <laughs> you, you stop it. Just everybody just stop it. You're not, nobody's, nobody can possibly be this upset. But I did get a lot of emails from people saying, you know, it's a mental illness. And that's what I miss about the world. You should be allowed to think that too. And no one should take your job. Some guy emailed and said, John, let's put it in terms everyone can understand. Uh, Being a sports fan. First, being a racist doesn't mean you hate other races, it means you believe your race is superior, which is very true. Same with being a sexist. I don't feel like my race and sex are superior. Uh, um, being a white male isn't the easiest thing in the world all the time. I think we're all inherently a little bit bigoted, racist, and sexist, and it has to be okay. I've never hated another race because I see differences in culture, and I have to respect that. Same with sports. I respect your Steelers, John, because they're a good team with great culture. But if everyone started telling me, no, 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 you have to love the Steelers. If you don't, uh, it's terrible. We had Steelers Day every year, and Bud Light made only Steelers cans. I would start hating the Steelers more. Right. It's a divisive way to handle things and especially if you start if you like went to work and if you didn't like the Steelers there was a chance you're going to lose your job because you hated all Steelers and all Steelers fans. it's it, it's just senseless uh, like we have to just take a step back and wrap our minds around what's real like real and, and
2: accepting that to a degree is just got to be more acceptance well, just stop caring
0: so much. Nothing's well, bugging you. Like, everybody cares too much about everything. Settle down. You're not that, hey, you're not that important. Thanks, social media. You're not that important. Your opinion's not that important. And uh, things that are going on around you aren't that important. All things will pass. Again, your protest of Nike is over. Nike's having the biggest years they've ever had in the last couple of years. So that whole thing, Nike's going to go out of business. The NFL? Everybody protested the NFL. I was on that thing thinking, they're 10 years out. They're screwing up so bad. They were done. Last year, eight of the top ten live uh, television shows on television and eight of the top ten yearly highest-rated shows on network TV were NFL shows. Uh, Come on. Our protests are fleeting at best. And it is sort of, you know, it's my Alex Jones. It's all sort of by design, boys. You Get your drink of that tranny fluid and you you start believing the magic tricks. Keep an eye on the other hand. Slide a hand. They want you to be a homosexual, amphibious human being. And doesn't pay attention to the balloons floating over the top of you. I just don't get it. I personally find transsexuals hilarious. Always have, always will. I was raised that way. Benny Hill made me laugh with it. Monty Python made me laugh with it. Uh, Robin Williams made me laugh with it. And when I see it in the streets, I still laugh. I see a guy in a dress and it's identifiable. Hey, hilarious! Hilarious! One of the most right-wing people I know in this world got bamboozled by a dude in a dress once and made out with him.
2: That's what I'm saying. Most of the people, I, I I find them hilarious, like you're yeah. saying, until like the Kim Petras right. in the world come around. Ooh, and then you know I what? He get did? tricked by that. You know sure. what he
0: did? He got tricked, and he realized at that moment, not only did I get tricked, but I have to be honest with myself. I enjoyed the evening. I don't think he went all the way. No. Because oh. there was a package, there was a there was uh, a lot of sword fighting. The Breton person
1: had... got thrown out of the house, let's just say that. By <laughs> well, not being honest up front, there was wasn't like bump. An, it wasn't a hate thing. Right,
0: it was like, why didn't you tell me this before yeah, we got going? Right, like when I felt your erection, I was exactly. upset about that because I, I've i been sold a bill of goods uh, falsely. This is a bait and switch. <laughs> but I give it to him, he owns the story. Hey, you, not you only know. does he own the story, he admits, it was pretty good. <laughs> like there was a lot good going on there. Another of our friends, who is not crazy right-wing, bottomed out in someone that used to be. And it's a great story, too, because he tells it like, I'm not a big guy. And I was bottoming out in this thing, like just crushing this shallow thing. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And finally, the person told me, I used to out. be a man. It's an inside-out package. I, like, well, I was enjoying it while it lasted. Remember uh, the comedian? Uh, I forgot his name. The uh, Mexican guy, Espar- Felipe Esparza, yeah. had three days with a dude with a dick and didn't know it. And Whoa, just yeah, really? he's like, you he know, he was kind of high. Well, he was a little bit high and a little bit drunk in the first day. He's like, hey, get off me, and then he's like, well, wait a minute, that felt really good. <laughs> and so he spent a weekend in a you know a drug. <laughs> he's vendor. like, you no, know,
2: I gotta end this. After
0: a while, it's like I can't tell my friends, but I really like the weekend. That's the big thing, is the fear of being fooled. Uh, People hate being fooled. Hate being fooled. We got real problems in this world. New York City just had a job opening filled for rat czar. The mayor just hired a rat czar. Somebody likes a rat. No, no, not one of those. Oh, it was back. It
2: was available. We did the little story on it. Yeah, if you wanted to do it. And it it pays pretty good.
0: Well, it's New York City, so... Depending on where you live, it looks like it pays good if you live in El Paso. But if it's you know a couple hundred grand and you're sweeping rats up all the, that is a job that can't be. You're never going to solve that no. issue. Uh, it's it's crazy. But, but the title is awesome. I would rather have an entire community. What would you rather have? And this is a good question to ask the Bud Light Angries. If you live in an apartment building that's all transsexual, or people just like you but covered in rats. I bet you there's a group of them go give me the rats. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't do it. I would. I would look if it if it took dancing with a transsexual every day to get rid of rats. If that was the cure, I'd be dancing.
1: Rats are horrifying. The rats
0: will keep
2: out of your way. Those trannies
1: won't. Yeah. yeah, like tra- everybody always talks about living in a gay neighborhood or something. I'd be yeah. the first to move into a gay neighborhood. Uh, trust me, gonna be. I, I'll be the slob of the neighborhood. Everybody's yeah. yards manicured. Parties. Is, yeah,
0: I'm telling you, I didn't know until it happened to me. The parties. The hilarity, the jokes, the bigotry. I've never known it. <laughs> I've never known how judgmental and hilarious being with, uh, uh, like having gay neighbors is. It is the best. They're, they're my favorite people. And am I worried that that's going to make me gay? No. I've seen it. It's horrifying. It's still too much hair for me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're fun. And everything's clean. And property values go through the moon, and they're doing a remodel. That's amazing. But yeah, but rats are. You live in a place where you have to have a a person whose job it is to manage and control the massive rat problem that sweeps through New York. That's been there for ages, and gone. It's gotten so bad. New York's like that's enough. There was a certain level of tolerance with rats in New York. When I was there, I was at the Empire Hotel at the uh, southern end of this of Central Park, a hotel Empire, and my my view was down into the uh, trash area so i was on like the twelfth, 13th floor and i would look down into this little alley where they dumped all the garbage and at night it the the ground was moving and i watched what i think was a rat king of tangled rats yeah. moving in unison around this dumpster and you know a dude would come out with trash from there was a bar at the bottom of the hotel and he'd come out and you'd hear clung 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 and look out the window and He's just sweeping them out. Didn't, it didn't phase him. And I'm like, that wasn't enough to have a rat czar. What's going on now? Because have you ever seen a New York rat? They're the size of a, of a house cat. Two, and three pounds. They're huge. So they got a rat czar. And then I saw, uh, I had saved this one. Uh, I think I found the worst way to die. Like people say fire or get bonked in the head. Or I know, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about this. Jesus. <laughs> but a dude in Fulton County Jail. In Atlanta died in his cell because he was eaten alive by bugs. Oh, I know. How do you not wake up from that and start brushing your... He was so used to having bugs on him, bed bugs, insects in the cell, that at night he fell asleep and they ate him to death. He woke up and the cause of death is infestation. It's horrifying.
2: Shut down his system.
0: Somehow, just when he fell asleep, they ate him. They became he became more bug than man. Isn't that nuts? Uh, the deterioration of his body was so bad that the person who found him couldn't look at him. They had nibbled and snacked on him for so much during the night that he was like an unrecognizable thing. Oh my God, that is the worst punishment you can receive.
2: They're not checking on the cells there too often. You you know, you're not. You're not you're I not, mean, if you they be...
0: you're, you're just going through the motions. You're not really poking your head and giving a, you know, a real thorough inspection. But yeah, he was housed in a, a place that was uh, like, it would, the person says, Mr. Thompson was housed in what was a place that was not fit for a diseased animal. Uh, someone needs to be held accountable for his death. Yeah, the exterminator. Shouldn't they have a guy wandering through there shooting some poison in this? I... Did they say what kind of insect? Bed bugs, mostly. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know they could eat you until you were dead.
1: It's because he was drinking Bud Light before he went <laughs> in. Right, That's why. Right, deserves Where, it.
0: Where's that guy's commemorative cans? <laughs> it's it Had insanity. to be drugged out of his mind. I mean, you would, because we're normal. But again, yeah, if you start getting exactly. used to having that on you at night, and it's like, I'm kind of immune to it. And the next thing you know, you're just getting snacked on so much that they get you. That has got to be the single worst death ever. It has to be. I can't imagine, a, like, you know. It
2: could have been quite peaceful. Nibbled you know? on
0: by, well, you were at least asleep. People say yeah. they want to die in their sleep, but
2: how? <laughs> there might have been a particular part <laughs> where a nightmare was happening. <laughs> and-
0: I'm so itchy, it's just not even fun anymore. Bed bug death. Man. That's about as bad as it gets. Because I can imagine, like, you know, being stung. Those stories where people are stung to death by bees or wasps and stuff. I am hor- I don't ride my bike starting about now until June because the bees, like I've run through those swarms in the you know, you have know, a Piestasqua Peak and stuff. And you're flying through there and you'll see that black cloud and you can hear it. And they have signs up saying, oh, careful, there's bees everywhere. I don't like it. And I went through once when they were starting to move and I went down in this little drop off and just peppered my helmet and my face. Didn't get stung. But I rode faster that day than I've ever ridden in my life to get away from that thing. I was scared to death at the. Re- I didn't know where the rest of the swarm was, but you could hear the hum. And then you read about people who've been stung to death. It's usually in their throat. Like that's where they get it. Like the outside of their bodies can get stung, where they crawl in your ears and your nostrils. They get in your mouth because you're screaming. You got to breathe, and then you've just then they're in. It's Candyman. I think bug death might be the way, my my like most horrifying way.
2: And. The fact Awful. that uh, this guy, um, LaShawn Thompson was the guy's name, yeah. was in for simple battery yeah, misdemeanor.
0: He, he just some people around. They'll go to jail. Try to avoid jail at all costs. But how about that one? visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com
1: all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
0: Holmberg's Morning Sickness.
2: He was placed in the psychiatric wing. That's where. No, he's a bad. You still yeah, shouldn't a be eaten bit, alive by I bugs. C- I can just remember when I did uh, that that play in in college at the Athens Mental Health Center.
0: The <laughs> Now keep in mind, Brady's telling the story. He was not a resident. The college had decided. You say that as if like I was at the Athens Mental Health <laughs> yeah, Center. people I spent some might time yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, it was next door to Brady's College, which oh, okay. I right. personally now, think Brady mistook for the college and spent more time there than actual school.
2: I was a uh, graduated with honors from that school. That's right. Then you went and performed for the Nuts and in incorporated plays. nuts in the cast.
0: Yes, they were in it That's as well. the first
2: well. like kind of crossover deal. Anyway. I just remember the facilities. They were constantly fighting uh, off bed bugs, no, silverfish, sure. ah. and that's pretty popular yeah. in college dorms yeah. too. Yeah. I have to, you
0: know, I'm going to ask your your brother. Yeah, after you know your your slanted views of your upbringing and things, whether or not you actually did go to college, because your handwriting is evidence that that's possibly not a thing. And that you were admitted into an insane asylum. Didn't for need four the years. handwriting
2: too often in college, right?
0: No, no, no. Yeah, well, you needed it yeah. only to sign stuff. This you just may have confirmed it for me. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people need to write things in college, especially in the '80s. Uh, I'm going to ask your brother if, in fact, we
2: didn't. It was you're typing. you're, you're mm-hmm, turning mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm. papers. That's right.
0: I'm not so sure you were in college. I think you may have been admitted and told you were in college, and you've skewed this memory. And we're going to find out through a few questions that oh no, Brady didn't go to Ohio University. He was at the institution for a couple of years, and we just told him it was college because I that's a weird
2: like I don't know anybody. You know, I, actually, I there was some writing involved, mm-hmm. but I did um, hire another student to type the papers. That's smart. A girl, she would charge yeah. you know ten bucks a paper. because you'd still be, in but college. she would have to. I'd have to write the stuff out. And but you,
0: well, I, I feel terrible for her. And again, there's another delusion that, you know, you were writing papers and a lady was typing them, handing them in for, yes, I'll do this for you, Mr. Bogan. You just enjoy your nap. That's right. Because I don't know that ASU Man. does too many plays for the insane asylum on 24th. Yeah, and, and don't uh, think so. <laughs> Van Buren. But you you guys did plays with them. You interacted with them.
2: only the lot. one, one time.
0: That's all it takes, Brady. Anytime you interact with the... That uh,
2: facility... Is uh, look at it's in every horror movie sure. out there. It's because it was built in the late 1800s. This is the light bulb's that? gone
0: off in my head that Brady may have actually been a, a resident of this place. <laughs> Not a lot of plays where you get to interact with the nutbags, <laughs> nah, just, just a thought in my head. I'll ask Tom while he's here, your brother's here, he'll pop in later. I'm like, hey, over here,
2: can uh, Bunny and Torp, they, no, went, not, they, they went to
0: it. They're not going to. Well, they went to the play at the yeah. insane asylum for yeah. their son. Okay, you've confirmed it. it. You the were in another. Yard. House.
2: <laughs> the college
0: is going to do some uh, interaction with the insane asylum. Oh, we'll come down for that. Yeah, this doesn't add up anymore. I don't know how I haven't had questions about that one in the past, but no, I'll ask your brother. He'll know. He'll tell me. Don't tell Brady it'll break his heart. <laughs> we had him uh, committed for a couple of years and we told him it was college. It was a good time. Boy, I tell you what, Bogan. You never... You doing plays? It was Brennan in the play? For the no, Brennan cable? was no, not. No,
2: Two other fraternity brothers were, though.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fraternity brothers. That's what they're calling them? <laughs> that's what... I think you spent two years at college and then two years in an insane asylum, and they, they let you loose.
2: <laughs> we
0: have... Uh, I wish I could fact.
2: introduce you to Gary Crow. For... He was uh, one of the patients that were in it. <laughs> How you doing, Gary? You're a goddamn nut.
0: Yeah, you could You'd start call saying you the nut. one of the other patients. It is rare to let the general population just wander around with uh, the insane.
2: It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, you know, at that time, the facility, the people were, yeah. there's some that are in there on a voluntary basis. Sure, sure. But they just stay there. And they sure. Can... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If I went down to the... Uh, Night n- of the play. Gary Crow found a 40-ounce <laughs> miller underneath one of the things and... He had, he drank it. Yeah.
0: I'm going to write a movie about you.
2: What are you doing?
0: You were in an insane asylum. You do not even know it. It's Ohio University it was a mirage. That's an interesting thought. Cause I think if we went right down now and said, hi, uh correctional facility for the mentally challenged and insane, uh, we'd like to put on a play and have them act with us. They'd be like, no, you don't want to be in No, 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 no. You're not doing that.
2: Well, the whole thing started because there was a girl that was volunteering Part of her major was psychology and stuff, and so she did hours up there at the mental health center, and it's up on top of a hill. It's crazy. It is eerie.
0: Scott Haynes says, I saw this, but it's called Brady's play was called One Who Lumbered Around the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> That's probably
2: it. I'm going to go up to the nut house. was amazing how much the patients there, because there's a guy, Fred, he was 6'9". Yeah. He's like chief. When one flew the cuckoo's nest, wouldn't talk. Much. And you got to interact with all these people. Only on our uh, rehearsals, we we went up there like two times a week, this is insane. and basically we wouldn't give them um, very many lines because sure. of the medication. They wouldn't
0: and insanity. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't really, you can't really. Not a reliable actor. Uh, somebody who's medicated for their instability mentally. Brett, are you following this? You yeah, I'm this trying.
1: Yeah. I'm trying. Are you with me or with yeah. him on this? What do you, think you might have been yeah, yeah, I'm with you on this one. I get...
0: I'm one of the actors from the college. That's right.
1: That's How did right. we get into this anyway? I don't know. I we just, all of a sudden, we're talking about Brady's acting abilities <laughs> yeah. at the insane asylum. Well, because he brought it
2: up. A...
0: When I used to go to the insane asylum. <laughs> Which no one says,
2: <laughs> because of you're the, in it. Because of the... The cleanliness of the facilities or what they're always struggling to battle dorms and yeah, the rats all that and stuff. Yeah,
0: you've had experience. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I got questions. You should have more.
2: It's good times. Oh.
0: Do you know anybody who's ever said that? Uh, we used to go over to
2: Insane.
0: <laughs> you did? Yeah, the asylum was next door and I was allowed to meander around freely.
2: You were? That makes you a patient. We couldn't wander around fe- uh, freely, there were certain. Areas were restricted. Yeah. I would hope. Right,
0: leaving the facility, heading out to the general population. Yeah, I understand. You were you were restricted. It's called being incarcerated. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to leave all the time. But me and the nutbags hung out and then we did plays. Oh, well, yeah, that, that adds up. Yeah. Immediately email us if you were also an actor for the insane and tell
2: me what college
0: degree you got from that. Hmm.
2: And I didn't even get even. It had nothing to do with college credits. That's
0: right, Brady. (laughs) I know. It was just time served. We understand. Ooh, we have to look into his past. I should have vetted better 20 years ago. (laughs) You're late now, pal. I want to make you mad. (laughs) You're very entertaining. You should lay down for a little bit. Have a nap. People enjoy you. You're a very likable man. Brett, get the gun. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you got all this going on. Uh, also, uh, contract negotiations. Now I'm going to start uh, dealing with that soon. I have to, uh, and not because I'm greedy or want more. I still like doing the job. I still have fun doing it. Uh, it's been an option, so I'm going to start talking to Trip uh, this week, and not because of money or uh, you know time. At the you can keep the contract to end the same day it ends right now, uh, so long as we add one thing to my contract. I'm going to make a, a public beef here about our work conditions. My new contract will include access to the goddamn air conditioning panel. We can't touch <laughs> it. God. They treat us like we're four years old. And it's two degrees in here. The joke's on us. Now, if we go over and try to move, there's a, there's a six-year-old governor on it. Like, you know, you, if you're over six, you're not allowed to. T- we're not allowed to touch the, the instruments. We can't, we can't manipulate not manipulate. It'll dial down for a
2: brief second and then it goes right back to it.
0: You it's can't. an Arctic chill. I, I'm yeah. wearing shorts for the first time this year. And it's you know it's a nice day outside. It's nicer outside than it. it's like sixty one degrees in here. And we but it says it's seventy five. So yeah. I want to play with that. Now the person in charge of it said that they allow us two degrees either way. That's done nothing. It, it does.
1: It, there's no way that that happens because That's it right. does go back. It yeah. goes back on its own. Right
0: yeah, it's
2: five all, seconds.
0: We've been lied to again. So my my new I will I will I swear to God my days at KUPD will end if we can't come to an agreement. Where I'm allowed to t- have access to the panel. It's in the room. It teases us. It's behind the goddamn door every day. Get precision error in here. Let's just get well, this handle. I've low. offered that to Eric, and he said he'd, he would do it. All right. Well, let's but, do it. What are we again waiting? I contractually, I don't have it. So right now, the rules stand. It where, could be done in 24 hours. We have to be treated like children. <laughs> now, what we have to do is be more artists. We have to act like, I can't do this show unless the temperature is... Like you said Anita Baker the great singer wouldn't take the stage until the humidity level was just right Sammy Davis and Jr. Temperature, yeah. Sammy Davis Jr was a stickler for Way temperature temperature because well, it messes with your throat yeah. temperature of the uh, facility humidity levels they were all ranging and in the contract that's what I need a contract rider that says if I can't touch the uh, air conditioning uh, unit the, the panel uh, I'm not showing up to work that day. So that's why you couldn't come in last week. Huh? The temperature was wrong in the studio. And- I don't know what's going on. Who's changing the filters? Because I'm cl- <laughs> clearly not breathing right. We want it. We, we're all helpless to this and it's it's blowing the coldest air on me right now like it's freezing over i wore shorts yesterday for the first time this year and i'm back in pants today in the middle of the first break this morning i looked over at brett who's not exactly the least masculine guy in the room and he's got his hands on his shoulder and he's going he's (laughs) freezing he literally made a face like i'm cold it's It's uncomfortable and we need and it's more insulting than anything else we're not allowed to have we have to ask papa to turn the air conditioner up and down, and it doesn't work properly. And besides that, I look
2: Toledo's in a, a coat. I so <laughs> I left this morning without it, and I'm like, oh, we're going to that studio. <laughs> I need my. Coat. I better grab my <laughs> blanket. Yeah, and then
0: and then for no reason at all, yesterday I'm sweating like a pig over here, and Brady's like, the air's hitting me. It's like a, an Arctic front. So whoever's in control of it, it isn't working right anyway. Our oh, own atmospheric at river. Yeah, we're going to have a storm in here because sometimes it's 93 over here and 22 by Brady. And in the middle, there's going to be a storm. It's insanity. And that's my only, my con- I'm not a very good negotiator, uh, but that's my contract. Nego- last, last contract negotiation, I thought I was being sly when Tripp said, what do you want? Anything. Over dinner, I'm like, I want my own bathroom. Done. Sign here. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, we didn't negotiate a penny yet. Just got my own can. And it was worth it. This time, I'm a Japanese toilet in my bathroom and access to the damn air conditioning. Without having to call David, uh, you know, the guru of all things engineering in this building, and wake him up at 5 because there's icicles hanging off of the vents. It's terrifying in here. It's horrible. You know what we're going to start doing? I'm going to bring my solo stove. And we're just gonna light little fires. You like still hobos. have it? Oh, I got two of them. They're great. Once you figure them out, they're awesome. He's got to build a small fire so inside. You've,
2: t- you've turned the page. on.
0: Well, the first page was it said it was smokeless, and yeah. then I'm like, well, hold on a second, John. That's your fault. No fire is smokeless. But what it does do if you build a small fire inside of it first, heat the heat get the it can get it going, and then it's less smoke. There we go. Then like okay. your average fire it doesn't chase your.
2: Then the solo fire. system I'm works. I'm a believer.
0: Well, it's just a, it's a garbage can. It's a it's a fancy garbage can with wood in it. It's a hobo can. But it's going to be burning in this room all summer, which is the worst part.
1: Yeah.
0: You guys want anything in the contract? Do you have anything in mind? Is that pretty good? I think we're... I don't know.
1: Maybe good. new parkas if we're not going to get yeah, access or, or to Or Hubbard buys us coats. He his <laughs> proper, proper outfitting. No, no, no. Don't give them that option. They'll do that They'll before do the they coats. get here. That's
0: true. <laughs> we don't trust that you won't turn the air conditioner up to 140. We're not crazy people. Well, Brady is. He's been in an asylum. But we're not insane. The per- just let me have access to it. Give me a key. I'll be the gatekeeper to this. It's horrible in here sometimes. The truth of the matter is nobody knows how to make it work. That's, uh, that's the 100%. real issue. Yeah, when Mike came in here that day, he was just, saying, oh. Yeah, the, the real matter is, well, you guys aren't allowed to touch it because the, the, the geniuses that run engineering and IT can't figure it out.
2: So and they Marcus act like. lied to us for how long? Years.
0: Years. Well, there's a reason why you don't have access to the panel because, blah, blah, blah. No, it's it because you, you guys. You guys can't figure out how it I works. I think it's
2: tied in because the most important part is the equipment in that other room that has to be at meat locker level. That's a, that's that's a, a, a different unit. That's yeah. a different and probably area. Have it. And it
0: has its own AC unit. Yeah. Every one of those machines has its own unit. That room has nothing to do with they, it. My
2: theory is the programming's tied into yeah. that. They don't want to. Saddam's palace which is
0: what we're in is beautiful but it was it was haphazardly thrown together at certain levels and I think that's one of the areas where like we don't know what this thing is doing and we just have to lock everything and act like we know what's going on and they just pretend to know they don't know. They, no the crazy part
1: is Mike can rebuild the Whopper computer back there from War Games. We can't get our, air conditioning, can't get our air conditioning to thermostat to work. People are right. loading up on this one. Hey, oh, yeah. John,
2: just put one of those solar reflective
1: blankets in your purse. <laughs> See that's <laughs> yeah. what, Okay, I'm normally with you on that
0: until you sit in this room every day that's and you're right. like, there are people in we coats. It's, it's weird.
1: John, you sound like a woman bitching yeah. when it's cold. Trust me. When the AC is on. Brady ain't complaining. Yes, John, he, he, is, he is. We all pussy. are. Brady's in a coat. I've adapted. <laughs> He's adapted
0: to summer coat wearing. <laughs> I'm going to put coats on inside. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's a pain to yeah. have a... All I'm saying is I just want to touch it. I want to be able to touch it. <laughs> Treat me like an adult. <laughs> it would be like a, a hall monitor at your work. Yeah. Yeah. And this one says, "Absolutely not the temperature. It stays where it stays." I want to see those nips, sign trip, read, <laughs> and maybe that's it. He just likes my nips popping because they pop. I don't know. That is my contract negotiation again. Not a very strong negotiator, but I'll tell you what. I might as well be a tranny. I shrink up inside myself in this room. <laughs> when you have to go outside to feel comfortable, and it's a hundred degrees outside, you're like, whoo. <sighs> And we're not allowed to touch it. That's the bigger thing. I think it's just this treating us like we're idiots. But meanwhile, fix it.
2: In the county that perfected Tent City, you guys are bitching about AC. <laughs> we're perfected. I mean, <laughs> talk to perfected, the people at Tent City. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they were standing in electrified water a lot. But I'm, I'm surprised we're not. This is Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Yeah. And I'm not bitching about the AC. I'm bitching about the uh, that I can't touch it. Right. Could there you me. imagine at home if your wife was in control of the thermostat and you went over and you're like, I want to do that, but you've got a lock. And she goes, well, let me get the key so you can move it <laughs> one degree. You'd You'd want to punch her in the face. Now, your boss is doing it. It's more of a principle thing that I'm not allowed to touch it. Than it is that I'm even cold.
2: Holmberg, turn around and grab your can of Bud Light and shut the F up.
0: (laughs) I will. I'm transitioning as you speak because the air is is freezing my dick off. Anyway, that's my negotiation, and that's a strong one. And I wish I had more support from the people, but clearly you're all so tough. And I bet you guys have access to your thermostat. Watch your boss take that away and how fast you'd be like, wait a minute, don't treat me like I'm six. You're not allowed to touch that. You're a bad boy. I, the, and the worst part is when we said hey can we have access as yes you can move it two degrees either way
2: right
0: they put limits on it so we can go from 61 to 63 or 59
2: but they also but it mean, doesn't work and well, it doesn't do anything that, but then they didn't allow us access to the fan so the one day we came in here when we got the access to that we couldn't turn the fan down <laughs>
0: right i don't think our thermostat's even real i don't, I don't either i think answer. i think it's, it's just a a, it's a dummy for it's us an, to feel it's comfortable. made by otis yeah put a dummy one in there and let them feel like they're doing stuff. This guy says, I love that phrase that you just said. I heard it out of context. John Holmberg, I want to touch it like an adult. <laughs> you're right. Sign the Dalai Lama. Uh, so that's just that's my main beef right now. And speaking of beef, you're not going to have beef for a while. Did you see the uh, cattle explosion?
2: What was 18,000
0: 18, <laughs> cows were blown up. That's what? a lot of steak. There was a fire. Was it, where was it? Indiana or something? Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, Fire b- explosion. It's the largest uh, unintentional cattle death in the history of uh, cattle, I suppose, since a meteor. It's just Cajun style. It's blackened. It's fine. Just, <laughs> uh, we can still sell stuff up
1: it. Up in so we light some fertilizer. <laughs> There's burnt some ends right there. Elder Cook out there. My there.
0: guess is... The Red Cross has tons of planes floating over Africa right now just dumping burnt-up dead cattle on top of the... Like it's the bonanza for them. It's a buffet. There's no way we waste all that. Right. 18,000 cows blew up uh, in some sort of cattle fire, ranch fire. And uh, they showed the smoke, and then they realized, you know, when you're watching on the news, you're like, the smoke is from... Dead cows. It's not right. really even like a. It's not like a, a field fire or a building fire.
2: Stop driving to the fire.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be near this. Although I bet. That's, and was it dairy
2: or? A- I don't know, Brady.
0: That's just a bunch of cows. It's just a cattle that- killing. Yeah, milk will go up. Or yeah. Meat, will, they'll find yeah. a reason to get it all up. Bet you was. Uh, no, no. It says it's in uh, Texas. Actually, it's it in is. Texas. Yep. Yeah. Look at that. A huge explosion, and they killed eighteen thousand cows. That, that's, that's all beef. I would imagine that's a slaughterhouse. Dairy cows are allowed outside a building.
2: Astro County. Is your dad near there?
0: I don't know any counties in Texas. <laughs> also, this morning, something you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, do you remember the other day when Jill from downstairs, we had our, our Easter keg party? Oh, you're done. You can't defend yourself yet, either. No, I can't. Oh, our no. boy's at it again. <laughs> oh, no. So, our Easter keg party at Mavericks. Now, let's recap. Uh, you know we're gonna get brady for being in an insane asylum toledo's left many bills behind his credit card's been declined in front of me hilariously because he went to the lego store and overdid it
2: Ed, and then problem couldn't have, with the math and
0: then couldn't go uh, get his family dinner because too many legos <laughs> <laughs> my favorite <laughs> day ever standing next to that uh and then uh of course the uh that never paid dom when you were in you were the commissioner of the fantasy football league because of uh well, he was embezzling from the fantasy football. There's no doubt. <laughs> uh, no doubt. Nice job, Madoff. Everybody <laughs> but first place got paid. That was ten years ago. Dom's still bitter, and he should be. He played a whole year of fantasy football, only to have the commissioner telling him. "Which it, is
2: the worst? It's You're it's the unfunded. champion. It's unfunny." But everyone else, yeah, second place under, and third paid?
0: place got uh, cut. Were you in third place? Yes, he Lita? was. He got he got his own.
2: No, I don't think. Oh, I it was a full embezzlement. I don't think I played.
0: <laughs> Sorry, there there's no. We we have to file bankruptcy in our fantasy football league. Uh, and then of course the, the famous Hooters night where Toledo went and, uh, you know, shared a t- cash, shared it on the table, <laughs> shared a table with listeners. And the next day, the listeners are like, Hey, Toledo ski-daddled on the bill, by the way. Uh, well, <laughs> Not true. At, well, it was too many. There's too much fire in that to, to be the, the smoke was all around you. And everybody said you just walked out. Maybe you left some money, but it was Late. like 12 bucks and the bill was like $300. Well, it's all adding up now because Mavericks last, uh, Friday night. Jill, the sales lady downstairs, uh, told the bartender and the and the owners who who were gracious enough to host this for us and with us, and they do a great job and everything else. Uh, we're uh, basically said Jill said, "Hey, I'm going to leave my credit card here. Uh, we're going to take care of you guys. You're being great." She had to leave, so she who did she give the card to? So she shows up on Monday and said, "Hey, Toledo's got my card." And I'm like, "Worst mistake ever." <laughs> a story's coming from this. And where is he? Well, when Jill gets here, she's going to tell the story of Richard and the credit card. Oh no, there's trouble. <laughs> oh, 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 and it's man. created it's created extra drives to Mavericks. Let's just put it that way. There's been a lot of maneuvering. I'm helping client relations. <laughs> <laughs> you are not <laughs> Toledo. Blew it. You put him in charge of a credit card for less than an hour. And all hell broke loose at Mavericks with somebody else's card. His credit's so bad that when he touches your card, it doesn't work right. But I'll tell you what. I didn't know this part of Toledo, and it really makes me think less of (laughs) him. Oh, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. When you hear this story, you'll be like, wow. Hurry up, Jill. Get in. Yeah, Jill's gonna. Hurry up, Jill. (laughs) Be early (laughs) today. But, yeah, you're going to hear the story of Toledo in charge of someone else's card, and you'll be like, whoa, that's
1: low. That's a low <laughs> move. I still nope, nope. say
2: that Dom was lower than this. So. You've got worse. I mean, that's if your best
0: defense is, oh, I've done worse than that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't put this yeah. this maybe this top even, five. This isn't even Come in the category on, of bad.
0: But really, it's it's reputational damage to not only the station but an individual named Jill Short. Re- and I'm not kidding.
2: So her name is Replicate mud right now. destroyed. And she had to go.
0: Oh. Not only did she had to go try to fix that because of Toledo's actions. She had to try to throw him under the bus. And I'm like, we don't care who it was. This is a disaster. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Jill told me yesterday and whispered it to me because it was too embarrassing to say in front of other people. She'll be here in a little while and we'll get the full story from our sales lady, Jill. She told me, and I'm like, come up tomorrow morning, first thing, I'm going to watch your car pull in the parking lot. You hightail it right into the studio, and you put him, I believe that's called On Blast, and you let everybody know. <laughs> oh, it's Kristen. Bam. The tale of Toledo. Financial advisor. And then, then the listeners remember my first email. I bet you're glad you never lent him that money before that divorce. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Crazy town to go. Here you go. Now, cash, I don't know if you can blow that, and, but you can wreck somebody's credit in a second. You could probably wreck my credit with cash. I'm not sure how you did it, but boy, Toledo, it, it's embarrassing what he's done. But keep your eyes open for Joel Toledo Schwab, huh? And waver up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 waver up. Immediately. It will make you dis... Like, it'll be like, it, not only is your boy at it again, the people that hate Toledo on the email, oh, the ammunition you're going to have for years on this one. He's going to get a new nickname, I'll tell you that. <laughs> And it won't be Big Dick. <laughs> it might be, but it won't mean what it's, it should. It's hilarious. I was giggling like a schoolgirl. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of uh, musical right, chairs? Wake up
1: song time, of course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Get on out of the trails because it is mountain bike season. Watch out for the bees and wasps, but uh, you need to get that bike tuned up. You need a new one. You need the accessories. You need the knowledge. Just go to Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert Road in Southern, or check them out on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else on the socials, actionrideshop.com. We have Volbeat on the list, Uh, Slayer, Strapping Young Lad, Sepultura, Mastodon, A Day to Remember, but... Considering our conversation this morning about Bud Light, yeah, I think we should do dead anti everything. Yeah, we're against it all. That pretty much seems like everybody's uh, stance right now. I'm against it. Just be
0: like me, you know. That's the best advice I can give. Uh, laugh at men in dresses and move on with your life. It's still funny. We don't have to all pander down to the fact that it is, and it's very funny to see a grown man in a dress, and especially if it's trying to be sexy. Oh, that's hysterical. Sometimes downtown, I'll see some six-foot-three-inch man in a bandeau top and a short miniskirt, and I just giggle, and it's the best feeling in the world, and I don't get angry. And, uh, you know, he's going to wander around and look like that. I find it funny, and I always will. And trans people, you can be mad at me and say, well, that represents... I don't care. That represents something hysterical to me. Same as when I see a fat girl in a half shirt. Hilarious. Always will be. Can't take it from me. Can't take that, can't take my birthday.
2: You say that again. Body positivity is important.
0: Right, and I'm positive. That's funny.
2: And you're not a jerk about it.
0: Sometimes I will point and go, look at this guy. And then I giggle and I move on with my life because I'm an independent individual, sovereign of uh, all other thought. I don't have to agree with your outfit. I made fun of the guy at the... Uh, you know the uh, Easter keg thing for wearing that bright orange shirt until I realized up close it had little suns on it it was a cabana shirt and it, was, it was like he was doing traffic work all day and then he sh- and I'm like he oh I, I, I didn't realize it from a distance he just looked like a street guy and then I ended up liking the shirt then I did ridicule him immediately for wearing way too bright a color hilarious I've been made fun of for clothes it's great Anti everything. Giggle at people who wear funny stuff. It's called funny stuff for a reason. If I'm at Pita Jungle, one of the reasons I go there, the steak pita, pretty good. Philly steak pita, not bad. The other reason I go, usually, someone comes in there that looks crazy, and I don't know why Pita Jungle draws it. But there, and the, you go down, especially that one that, that I don't know if it's still there, but the one on Third Avenue and Roosevelt. Oh. Wonderful! Part of the fun Brady and I used to have working down at the old radio station, which was on Central and Roosevelt, back in the day before they changed everything. Before it's been modified. It was called Boys Town. Yeah. And in our parking lot, we're just a bunch of dudes in skirts. I think. Oh, no. It was <laughs> nothing to think about, my friend. It was pretty <laughs> obvious a lot of times. I saw <laughs> no, him No, that was pretty obvious. You yeah. didn't work overnights downtown. Oh. Me and my friend Jeff used to stand in the parking lot and watch them get picked up. Remember Danny Bonaducci from the yeah. Partridge family when he picked up that transvestite? That happened you, in our parking you lot. You saw how it went down. Went down huh? Oh, it was amazing. And they were everywhere. Men in dresses. Uh, crawling the earth. Just, and, you know, regular dudes leaving their wives at I one in the morning. I would just see the Go walk, the walk of shame
2: coming oh, in early man. in the m- oh, next
0: morning. A lot of that. A lot of uh, oatmeal cream pie remnants <laughs> down the Roosevelt Road. This guy's kind of out the the evening's uh, wares. Oh, is it six already? (sighs) I got to get going. It was hilarious. Always will be. Always will be to me. I'll never look at that and say, wow, that man looks wonderful in that dress. If I'm saying that man, I already know it's not that great a dress. If you fool me, that's the goal, I think. The most fun I've ever had was at Forno once, where the owner came out and made fun of the dude at the bar in the <laughs> underpants. He was in a thong and a bra. God,
1: I wish I was there for oh, that one. It was. Look I... at this guy. Look at him and go. You thinking you fooling
0: anybody? He's like six three. Everybody, I'm gonna get him a. a, a oh yeah, and he's bringing out and talking about sausages and stuff. I bet you were like that, huh? I bet you were like, I just want a drink. Oh, I better you do. I bet you do. <laughs>
1: We'll have, this we'll
0: have the cooks and make of something really special for you. A big, a big a sausage. And he'd go table to table. You see the guy at the bar. He thinks he's a fool of anybody. Bolognese. No, oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I bet you want to split your plate a half a half. You want a half of this, a half of that. You want the best about the world. And then by the end of it, he's like, get out of here. He didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. He's kicking him out. It was disruptive. And mainly... Not because he was trans, because you're not allowed to hang out in restaurants in just a thong and a bra. But he let him stick around fishnets, thong, bra, came in to have dinner, and he's like, no, 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 no. But he let him hang around, made fun of him for 10 minutes, did a whole thing, tabled the table, and then kicked him out.
2: Get out of here. Guy came back with the right dress.
0: I laughed for days.
1: 'Cause it's funny. You'd have had to carry me out of that place. Oh, you I I and I dying. you and I wouldn't have <laughs> no. made it.
0: Yeah, we would have the it would have been listening to you giggle the whole time would have created <laughs> me giggling the whole time. Then this Italian guy going nuts saying words. The Riccione,
2: is over at the time. Look at him go.
0: <laughs> well, we don't have a flambe tonight if that is what you're gonna want. Oh, he we went crazy. And I was dying. I'm like, this is hilarious. Because a man came into a facility in his under and a woman's underpants. <laughs> I'm not calling that diversive. I'm not calling that uh, inclusive. I'm calling that crazy, and I'm pointing at it, and I'm laughing.
2: The clean just uh, kicking out might not have worked. The guy could have come back and tried again. Bet you that guy's never come back there.
0: You'd think not, but I don't think that person's mental faculties were all together there for going into a restaurant in underwear and a bra in the first place. So there's a good chance another poor decision was made later.
2: Maybe once a week he has his roast. The guy comes in.
0: Yeah, maybe it's all part of the plan. They're they're in cahoots. They're a, they're a comedy team. But it was fun. it was the most fun I've had at dinner and maybe ever. Because when you know when you try to be a normal person, when that dude came in, everybody's like, "Oh my God, look at the door! Look at the door! Look at the door! Look at the door!" And everybody well, "Just look! Don't don't turn! To, no, you're going too fast! Look! Just look!" Blasted! A six foot seven inch man in a thong panty that just wandered in. Should we leave? Oh no, there's nothing. We're we're not in any danger. <laughs> Hilarious. And that will always be funny. So just remember that when you're mad at Bud Light and everything else. It can still be really funny if you let it be. You don't have to be so angry. Men in dresses will always be funny. Always. Uh, It's 723. Anti-everything for all of us. Wanting to protest the world. It's dead. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.